Hello and welcome to this episode of The Butcher Baker and Candlemaker in Space. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, joining me tonight is Baker. How to do. And Pantagruelia. Hello. So I got a little bit of grief on the uh, uh, the Fallout feed for uh, the way that I say your name. Oh, <laughs> so, why? Well, because it's so, you know, dramatic. It is a dramatic name. It needs to be said with a dramatic tone. Indeed. They were teasing you? Only very Aww. lightly. But, uh... <laughs> I just thought it meant she comes with extra rule. Yes. It does. It does. Yeah. It just kind of rolls off the tongue that way. So, If you want to roll your tongue when you say it, you can. <laughs> uh, I need an R for that. Well, I guess there is one in there. Pentagrulia. There we go. Yeah. I sound like a magician. <laughs> oh, my. I can't wait to see Ray get sawed in half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wouldn't be the first I time. I definitely pull a rabbit out of a hat. Uh, yeah, you could probably do that, though. You've got him around. I totally do. So it's it's definitely been interesting. Also, anybody that's listened to uh, the Fallout feed uh, also knows that uh, we uh, we missed an episode last week because uh, um, I had a death in the family. So uh, it, it's been a little uh, rough on that end, but uh, have gotten things back uh, back in order and found some time to play. So um, I did find that uh, one of the easier things for me to do you know, during that time was, uh, warping, uh, because it just doesn't take a lot of, um, a lot of brain power to, uh, to just, uh, jump from planet to planet and, uh, do nothing, uh, nothing else. So I managed to get through two different, uh, solar systems Jeez. or galaxies. Yeah. We're jumping through galaxies and I'm like, Still riding animals. <laughs> uh, yeah, nothing wrong freighter? with that. No, there is nothing wrong with yeah. that. Are you using your freighter? Or are you using yeah, a yeah, no, definitely yeah. using a freighter because that's uh, so I get uh, a little over six thousand two hundred light years on oh. each jump. Yeah, every time right. that number blows me away. I know <laughs> it's going to be big every single time, and it's always like, damn, I forgot. Yeah. Um. So it definitely makes short work. Um, I mean, it's still a lot of jumps, but not nearly as many as if, you know, you're only doing 2,500. So that makes it nice. So what number are you at now? Uh, so right now I'm in galaxy number 17. Mohawk Santo. Well, so that that was the one that I blew That's through. That's not a word. <laughs> So number sixteen was the uh, the Muhak Santo. Um, oh, okay. And number seventeen is uh, I keep wanting to call it Hilton. You know, there should be an L in there because H I T O N. So hit on yeah. Hit on Skyer. Oh, I thought you were. Damn, they get weirder and weirder the names. Oh yeah, they do. They get super weird. Weird. Um, but. Uh, so as I was going through that, I decided, you know, I so uh, galaxy number 19 is another lush galaxy. So that's like uh, Isentam, uh, which is the 10th uh, galaxy. That's where I started my jumping. 
uh, was in Isentam. And so it's another lush galaxy. So I'm going to st- spend some time there and uh, look around and see if there's any interesting, anything interesting. And, you know, we'll probably start a new character there. <laughs> I saw that Isentam was technically a lush galaxy. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because I wasn't, I don't know if we talked about that before, but I saw that because someone posted uh, how to get to the center of the first 10 um, galaxies to get to Isentam. Mm-hmm. They're like, in case you want to go to a lush galaxy. And I'm like, wait, I'm already in that. How, how lush are we talking here? <laughs> yeah, there, there's, a, there's a lot of, of um, paradise planets. In the system, yeah, I prefer to uh, I prefer to think of it as a luscious gallery galaxy. <laughs> there you go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But there are definitely a lot of luscious planets in in Isentam. Indeed. Yeah. So I can't really tell you much about uh, you know galaxy number sixteen and seventeen, other than I passed through. You know, it's kind of like when you go, you know, it's like Tokyo. I've been to Tokyo. But only at the airport. <laughs> so. Just a layover in Mohaksanto. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. In that case, I've been to New York. I've been to Tampa. I've been to several places. <laughs> exactly. That's that's the way it works. So, you know, I just, <laughs> I was at the airport in Mohaksanto and then hit in Skyer. But nothing else. Never, never went on any planets at all the whole time. Um, I went in a couple of, uh, of, uh, space stations because, uh, you know, I like to, if I, if I end up in a, um, in a, in a, uh, three-star system, I like to hop into the, uh, the station. So if I ever need to go back, um, you know, I've got some places uh, earmarked in each of the galaxies, but, uh. I try to keep it to a minimum, um, you know, no more than four or five in each. Because right now my <laughs> um, my discovery page is just incredibly long. <laughs> and it's just ridiculous to try to scroll through. And, you know, th- this character, I mean, I'm never going to look at another uh, portal, you know, or not a portal, but a, uh, the teleport station. Cause I mean, there, it's just, the list is ridiculous. So Wait, this is on your main, right? Yeah. This is on the get character. Oh, oh God. Um, well, <laughs> so I get about, um, a little over 3000, um, nanites, uh, just in discoveries for each of the different, uh, solar systems that I warp into. Oh my God. Well, you would probably get even more if you visited Helios. Is it Helios that you can get extra stuff from discoveries? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I should go see what my bill is at the, uh, you know, for Helios. Uh, I, I I can't even imagine it's it'll be thousands of nanites because even though you only get a couple for each, it's I've got so many um, 
that it's just, it's hard to imagine. Did you start out with enough fuel to get through the whole trip or do you know you're going to have to stop and make more? No, it, so, um, there's enough. So one warp cell, um, which is, what is that? Antimatter and storm crystals. I think yeah. it is. Yeah. The warp hypercore. Yeah. The hypercore. Yeah, I think so. So one of those, uh, will take me all the way through a galaxy. So I only use one per galaxy. What? That's damn. That's efficient. Yeah. I gotta. I gotta grind more weekend. Weekend stuff. I need more of these upgrades. Yeah. So once you once you get all those S class upgrades for your hyperdrive and your and your freighter, um, you know it becomes super super uh, fuel efficient. You've yeah. never. I use I use more getting to the center of the galaxy, um, you know, from the last jump, um, than I do, you know, jumping through the whole solar system. Um, It uh, so, you know, one of the downsides. So I've got a ship that's specifically set up to uh, to do my uh, my core jumps uh, because there isn't anything in the in any of the cargo spots, everything is in uh, tech on the technology tab uh, so that it doesn't break. Um, but every single time I go to the center, um, you have to have a 100% full tank. And so I have to put in um, the, the hyperdrive fuel uh, every single time, only even though it only uses a fraction of it, um, you know, for the actual warp to the core. Um, so, yeah, it, it's more efficient to warp through the whole uh, galaxy than it is to do that last jump into the core. But I also have a, a multi-tool that's, that's designated just for, uh, you know, going through the core uh, because everything in your multi-tool breaks, too. So I've got one that's just full of broken stuff. Because normally what you would do, you know, if you jumped in, you would, you know, you'd have some stuff get damaged in your ship. You'd have to fix it and and everything before you took off. And then you'd have to repair your uh, your multi-tool. But because you can have multi multiple multi-tools, and I have that ship specifically set up for, uh, for warping uh, into the core... Um, I just go in, I land on the new planet, uh, I go switch my multi-tools, call in my ship, um, and fly up, and and then I summon my freighter, and off we go to the next one. It's a good system. Yeah, one day, one day I'll devote some time, more time, to upgrading my freighter, because... That's just so. Does it have to be a specific kind of freighter? Because I know that, like, you guys like dreadnoughts and stuff. I hate landing on them. But <laughs> um, do they get you? Is it like a? Is it like a buff? Like a like an explorer gets one? Yeah, yeah. So those two, either the the Venator or the um, the dreadnought, uh, get have extra 
multipliers for their hyperdrive. Okay. And especially if you get uh, S-Class in that uh, in that style, you'll get the maximum multiplier so that your uh, the the S-Class modules that you add to it uh, will give it even more more range. And that's what you've got. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I've got a S-Class Venator um, and I've got all of the hyperdrive upgrades that you can unlock uh, with sal the salvage frigate um, data. And then uh, six of the S-Class modules from the derelict freighter uh, that give me greater hyperdrive range. Uh so each one See, of those I, is between yeah. uh, like two forty nine and two fifty, and I've got three uh, connected in my uh, in my technology tab in the freighter, and three in the in the regular um, inventory on in the freighter, and that gives me my max. I think you can get it up to sixty five hundred. Wow. But, uh, you know, that you have to go looking for uh, a specific one that has the maximum multiplier on it. And, you know, this was good enough for me. I've got to do more derelict freighters, too, apparently. Goodness. Yeah, and that gets dicey because there's a lot of different, um, a lot of different modules that you can get. Even when you have, you know, one like we've got that we know of that is going to give you S-Class uh, it's still, you know, there's four or five other types of modules that you can also get. Yeah, I have like frigate fuel efficiency and all kinds of other stuff. Yeah, and then there's one for each of the different uh, types of frigates. Um, so yeah. one that improves your, um, you know, your uh, explore, exploration industrial trade and combat. So there's one for each one of those. Uh, and then there's, yeah, so there's uh, frigate fuel efficiency and also frigate speed. Yes. I have one for frigate speed as well. Yeah. So of course, when you're, when you're trying to get the ones for hyperdrive range, you're going to get all the other ones instead. Yep. That was driving me absolutely <laughs> bonkers. <laughs> It's like, how does it know? It totally knows. Yeah, it totally does. Um, so you just got to keep going, you know. And fortunately, you know, that that you can get through that derelict freighter pretty quickly um, if you can stand to leave all the great loot Um locked away in their in their containers and just run through the oh. thing. Uh, oh. But that's really hard to do because it's so much loot. I don't know if I could bring myself to do that. No, you can do it quick. It, you just got to you gotta get quicker at it. And you just got to get one like the one we usually go to and just memorize it. Because yeah. if you do that, you, you'll know where all the containers are and you'll run through that thing in like 14 minutes easy and probably faster. Yeah, if you really if you're really grinding for it, you can get through that one in um you know, just a a minute or two. If you just run straight minute. through. 
too. Oh yeah, if you're just running and you don't stop, yeah, yeah you can go. You don't, you don't, you don't get the, you don't stop for the crew manifest. You don't stop for the captain's log, because uh, if you do those, then you have to go back to the uh, to the space station uh, and turn those in before you can c- call in another uh, derelict. But if you just go through it, go straight through, go to the the engineering bay, uh, get the you know get your module there, warp you know take the teleporter back up to the front, hop in your ship, take off, launch another radio, and uh, and hit your pulse drive, and the freighter will pop back up again. You go through, run through, do the same thing, get to engineering. You don't even have to reload. Nope. Just get your module, hop out, get back in your ship, take off, bring up another radio, and just keep going over and over and over again. If you're collecting loot, you can't do that because you'll be way too overloaded um, because it, that that freighter has so much loot. Uh, but if you just if you just forget everything else, just run through – Half the time you don't even have to shoot the jellyfish because they're not really in your way, and uh, you know you can get it. You can get through it really, really fast. So I just like run to the back room. Yep. I don't need anything else. Nope. Don't stop anywhere else. Just keep going through each of the rooms until you get back to engineering, and then there you stop. You go to the computer, get your module, and then uh, fix the teleporter. Jump back up to the front, and out you go. All right. I'll have to steal my. I didn't know that you could do it like that. Yep. That's cool. I can't imagine mm-hmm. doing that. I don't I don't want the modules that fast. I can't imagine because <laughs> I'd be going through there thinking, okay, I'm leaving money there. I'm leaving money there. I'm leaving money there. Oh, yeah. Well, I know. There's, there's enough loot. In, there's, there's enough loot in that to pay for the radio. So, you know, there there is a, at least 5 million units worth of goodies. Um, when you go through that thing and all the, ta- yeah, all the tainted metal. Yeah. You get that tainted metal and then you cash that in for the, uh, the modules, the X class modules, and then mm-hmm. you turn that into nanites, not yep. to mention the nanites you get from the containers right? and the crappy and the modules money. that you get. Yeah. yeah. You, it's just, there's too much. You can't leave all that in there. <laughs> Come on. Do you, you guys, guys sing that, uh, <sighs> do you guys sing that soft sell song when you, uh, craft tainted metal into nanites or is that just me? <laughs> tainted love yeah I, I was thinking tainted love i don't is that what you're talking about yeah sorry That's i never now, I, <laughs> now when tainted love ever comes on i start singing tainted metal because you know because like, yeah i, I mean love this game. It, but um yeah singing tainted love every time you do it what i do so you know the 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 fact of the matter is is this you know this character has got 400 billion units and so you know, it doesn't really matter so i can i can leave it on the table uh, no problem because i just needed to get my oh, you yeah, know, my hyperdrive maxed out you know so that i could get warping you own a mansion and a yacht <laughs> yeah i've got several nice houses and a couple of uh, <laughs> low orbit bases. Uh, Motivational CDs called Get Warping. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so the character that I have at in the uh, Odawagiri uh, galaxy uh, is you know is the one that I used to try the new method for getting uh, up to a low orbit base, and so I was playing around trying to figure out what in the world am I going to do, and then I thought, I wonder if I could make a docking bay, so if I could put a a landing pad inside of a structure and then from there, you know, make a, you know, make a big, you know, like a big frigate or, you know, some kind of large spaceship. Um, so I started playing around with that and I'm almost there. So I've, I've have, you know, you, you have to be, you have to have most of the roof exposed so I've got kind of a tapering roof uh, over top of it. Uh, but I've got it now where I can, uh, if I fly my ship in, it'll land on the landing pad. And the only the only negative that I've got right now is that if I, um, if I use the, uh, uh, the teleporter uh, at a space station or someplace like that, uh, my ship doesn't land on the landing pad. Um, it kind of sits outside in midair. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I can run out here. and go to the, uh, go to the little computer uh, terminal and call it in and it'll land on the, on the landing pad. Uh, but when I warp in, it will not, it will not land. I had a problem with this base at first because the way that I had it set up, um, I was using, you know, the prefab stuff. And I had my, uh, my teleporter in inside one of the round rooms. But when I would, war you know, when I would use the teleporter to, to uh, go to that um, settlement, it would, it would put me on the roof. Because you know how when you warp, uh, when you go through the teleporter, you always end up a little bit higher than the teleporter, and then you kind of drop down. Yeah. In that animation, well, when I came in, you know, elevated, I was outside, so it left me on top of the roof, and I couldn't drop through. Oh, and no. so uh, it was always so I had to then hop down and walk across the top of the uh, tunnel. Uh, to the you know the structure that had the landing pad, and then jet pack up to my up to the landing pad, and and get in that way. And a couple of times I fell off. And <laughs> you know it's it's built over water, so when I land in the water, I I hardly get hurt at all. Um, but then I have to swim forever over to an island, and then. Uh, summon my ship and then fly back up and try it again. But now I've got that handled. So now that I've got that, uh, uh, that landing pad built and inside the hangar, um, I've got a couple of, of rooms that, uh, that I put the teleporter in there. And so now, now when I teleport there, I land inside, but the ship lands outside, but it's nice. It's, I built it over top of a electromagnetic hotspot. Um, so it's, it's got all the power I'll ever need because I can just That's keep awesome. building those, uh, those towers. 
That's awesome. You've, con- you've converted me to those. Yeah, the you know it just takes so many solar panels to get to get enough power uh, in so many of these cases that you know it's it just gets overwhelming. Uh, but with these, you know, the power is always there. It doesn't shut off at night, um, so you don't have to have batteries, and it's just a constant source of power. Yeah, and even a C class is better than having a bunch of panels out. Oh yeah. So um so it's been kind of interesting. So I've got I have two characters with settlements going. Um one is the one that I started just to go right to the settlement. Um and that one's doing really well. Uh that one you know, most of the buildings in that in, and that's Sanctuary Hills. Uh, so most of the <laughs> most of the buildings there are all three and three stories and up. Um, so on my on the character that has the low orbit base, um, that one's a little bit different. So that one, it it doesn't seem to be building up as much. Uh, so they both pop between S class and B class, which I still haven't figured out. You know, what the heck, you know, does class even mean for a settlement? Um, you know, because I haven't found any benefit. Uh, and it bounces between them so easily that, you know, you would, if it was anything significant, you'd notice right away. But I don't see any difference between S class and B class. And, you know, where the heck is A class? Because it never, it never goes to A class. No, I've noticed that as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, so, um, so my Otawagiri character um, has uh, Sunshine Tidings co-op. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we finally, finally, we've got four or five landing pads and three or four marketplaces. We finally got a saloon. So... Sunshine Tidings, Mr. Goodfields is going to be happy because <laughs> now he's got a bar to hang out in. I love the jukebox. I will sit and stare <laughs> at everyone dancing in front of the jukebox yep. all day long. It is awesome. It's the best thing. And it's so cool that they have, you know, multiple dancing animations, you know, so yeah. everybody isn't just like line dancing. Um, you know, they're all doing their own little jive. Watching a vacine with some smooth moves <laughs> is just the best thing. And now I have little gecks, yep. little geck traders and stuff in my settlement. And there was a vacine um, doing these like side slides and um, and then a little geck just rocking out. It was <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, I love the saloon. It's awesome. Well, I'm glad you guys are getting the saloon because I still have not got that option. Yeah, it took forever. It was one of the first places that came up in uh, Sanctuary Hills. Yeah, well, at the West Virginia Lumber Mill, I'm not getting anything. <laughs> it's <laughs> no, it's it's. I've had so I've had the option for three or four different landing pads. I only built two. I turned down the others. I mm-hmm. built two bazaars. There was one other thing, a silo, some kind of silo. Yeah. And then it's been nonstop, like 
decisions and arguments ever since then, like nothing else to build. Hmm. Um, so I kind of just, I left it on my normal character. It's the only one I do that on. And I just, I stopped even doing the settlements on my permadeath because I don't want to bother with it. Plus the rewards are just, I don't, I'm, what am I going to do with that? <laughs> what do you get? What do you get? Are you like getting 15, like? I don't remember the names of them. There's just there's so many random things in this game. I get like fifteen of this and twenty of that, and the combined total worth is about three million. And I'm like, that's I'll throw that on the ground as I'm leaving and not even real, realize <laughs> it. That's nothing. Oh jeez, I get fungal mold and soap. Well, I mean, the fungal mold at least is nanites, but how much do you get? Though that's the thing. It's like if you're only getting enough to generate like forty nanites, that ain't worth it. It's a little bit. It's just a touch, a, a slight case of fungal mold. <laughs> not, not, um, not like runaway mold. Yeah, yeah not runaway mold. It's the mold. fungal mold, the one, the one you get from the mushrooms. Oh, the mushrooms that smile. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can get. I've been throwing those away. <laughs> yeah, on one of them I get pugnium, and you know some useless thing. Um. And in the other one, I get uh, the uh, cogs and some kind of lunchbox. I've stopped collecting it. It's like I don't. It seems like for a low level character, this might be actually good stuff coming in. Like if you're brand new to it, mm -hmm. but for me, I don't want to hurt their feelings, though. <laughs> yeah, and you know, you just I just take it and run over to the. Uh, um, to the market and sell it in the yeah. uh, the portal there. Right away. Yeah. And it is nice that they added merchants. That, that was pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. My low-level character, since he's never been anywhere else, um, doesn't have any backpack slots. And oh, so, wow. so I have to go, you know, take a couple of stacks out, go run over and sell it, come back, grab another couple of stacks, go back and sell it. Work. I just I transfer it all to my Colossus and leave it there. I haven't sold any of it. But definitely interesting, it, and it it's interesting to have two different ones, you know, at two different complete, you know, completely different levels. Started them at the exact same time, and have you know gone back and forth, you know, to each one of them on a regular basis. But um, you know, one of them is significantly more advanced than the other. You know, as far as the the variety of buildings. Um, it's had me build, um, you know, some kind of generator building that's got all these, it's got like two, three dozen of these machines that are, you know, spinning around like, uh, turbines. Um, you know, I've got all kinds of warehouses and the, the tower, the cooling tower, um, so it it's been interesting a lot of a lot of uh, variety in the buildings um and the other one is was I mean for a while all I got was the landing pads and the marketplace it was like you know on this time you know 48% preferred the uh, the landing pad where 46% preferred the the marketplace and, uh, you know, then the next time it'd be 53% prefer the marketplace and, you know, 40% want the landing pad. That's the thing with the procedural generation stuff is that it's all just 
it's all weird and it's all kind of boring questy things i get really excited to deal with a dispute or make a you know make a decision about a building like i it makes me log in every day because i'm like what do they have for me today (laughs) like i just get so excited does it change or do you get the exact same thing every time it changes Oh, because it seems like it's always the same stuff for me. Maybe I've just got a glitchy base camp. What the hell is it? Settlement. Settlement. But maybe it's because maybe it's because you're not fun enough. Like, I mean, God, you know you how know. long I've been hearing that. <laughs> Your settlers need some fun, man. Well, I've been going for like the things that like if it comes up for stuff like a party or a bazaar, not like a bazaar bazaar, but like a party or something. I, that's I go for that. Like anything that seems to give them more happiness. Like it was like, oh, we'd rather you know the options between happiness or making more money. I usually go for the happiness thing. Probably if I went for the money thing, I'd have more money, but I didn't do that, and I think I might do that. I, I mean, I'm just it's just. I like watching the city expand. That's really the only thing I'm getting from it. Yeah. That's why I keep going back there and doing it. It's because I want the, the town to just, I mean, it's a city at this point. I want it to just keep getting bigger and bigger. So, yeah, And I haven't had any of the expeditions, you know, where they want to, you know, the, the settlers want to go on an expedition. I haven't had one of those in a while. Ever since one, of the, I, they, I said they could go on one and somebody died. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why they don't want to go. Could be. I mean, it'd be a good reason for me. But, you know, hey, if they want to go on an adventure, I'll pay for it. <laughs> They're not as excited to just go out and kill themselves in the waste as they are on that, uh, what was it, Fallout, the vault <laughs> game on the phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't play it, so I forgot. Fallout Shelter. Yeah, they're always happy to go out and die. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I haven't actually had that pop up as an option. I haven't had the, that pop up as an option to have the saloon. It's just been the same stuff over and over. Also, when I jump in here lately, it tells me that the Sentinel forces are retreating. So I haven't had to fight them in a long time. I got something to um, deter Sentinels. That was an option that I had to build. And it's, it's, being built currently. Yeah. I haven't seen anything like that, but I do like watching everybody run around and, you know, try to get out of the way of the Sentinels when they start shooting the, uh, the pylon in the center of town. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a Sims thing and I don't get into Sims things, but that's how it kind of feels. And I'll jump in there and look at stuff and like decorate a little bit, but there's not, not much to the whole settlement thing that's appealing to me, to be honest. Yeah, they could do with a little more action. And, yes. you know, if you had a little better input. Yeah, more, more, I can't believe I'm saying this, but more attacks. Oh, you don't like the same five Sentinels jumping in? Oh, God. <laughs> more Well, 53% attack. of your settlers say it's okay and 54 <laughs> not. So what are you going to do about it? Yeah, normally I would just set up some turrets, but that hasn't become yeah, an option. Yeah, an option? Right? It, they said we're going to have some sort of defenses. Right? Didn't I hear that? Well, that may be what Jen's building right now. You mean the yeah. fences? Which may be just a building that, you know, that then, you know, ticks a box that uh, 
reduces the speed that the uh, the Sentinel counter goes up. Yeah, quite possibly. I have had a couple of missions that said that they actually reduced the risk of Sentinel attacks. Hmm. And I went for those. Mm-hmm. Because I figured that would make things better in town, but still B-class. Yeah, so it would definitely be cool if your if your settlers could fight them too. Yeah, instead and, of just running around with their arms in the air. Yeah, you know, and, you know, that when you shot down the first wave, then it would, you know, send another with the dogs. And then when you killed all those, then it would send in a walker. It would be really great if I could give, like, one of my Vakeen, like, one bullet and a minigun. Yeah. Like, like you do in Fallout. <laughs> one bullet and a minigun and watch him mow down the super mutants. But the buildings do, the, the buildings look super cool. Um, and so I'm wondering, so Sanctuary Hills is a Corvax um, settlement. And... Sunshine Tidings is Viking. And I wonder what, if that's why the difference in the, uh, you know, how the buildings are changing over time. Because they're, do they look different? Yeah, they do. They look different. Um, so if I remember right, uh, they build with different materials. Okay. Um. So one of them builds with wood, one builds with metal, and the other one's stone. The stone looks the best, I think. And I think that's the Viking, but that one, the buildings don't get as tall. Oh. Because the, the buildings in the uh, in the Corvax settlement are super tall. I mean, they're easily twice as tall as the ones in my Viking settlement. So it has a completely different look to the town. I'm going to have to build a Corvax in a yeah, it's you know still a lot of you know flags flapping in the breeze and sails on the roofs <laughs> and stuff like that but uh the material's different it's too bad you can't choose the color yeah you know plus in my you know my uh corvax high rises i need some neon yeah that would be awesome what there's one of the, i think the i think the saloon might have something on it well, I now that I think of it, that's what I have on my normal is a Viking or not a Viking, um, it's a Corvax. And the front of those buildings have a nice recess in them where you could put lights in there, the sodium lights, mm. and then put a flat panel over the front of it. And it actually glows from the back, and you can put like stickers on there and make it look like signs, and they look like oh, neon cool. signs. Yeah, so I have not built a base near the uh, near the settlement to where I could. Um, you know, force stuff into the settlement itself. Yeah, can you, you you can't, like, I've only, I haven't really explored the options to build stuff in there apart from, like, a a save beacon for myself. Yeah, I think you can build, uh, you can put a, uh, a base computer, I think it's 300, it's either 350 or 380U away from the settlement. And then if you use the wall glitch to uh, to push your building area out into the settlement, uh, then, you know, you can put stuff uh, 
in the settlement itself. Yeah, it's a pain, but it works. Can you remind me what the wall glitch is? So you just build a random wall at the at the edge of the build area, and that lets you continue to build. Because if you if you look at if you open up your build menu, and just you know start walking away from your uh, from your base computer, um, at some point you get to the place where uh, your regular build menu goes away. Um, and so if you, uh, if you go back a little ways and open up your build menu again and start walking, but build a wall or, you know, some, something else like that, um, then your build menu stays active. You go a little bit further, put another one and you keep going and keep going and keep going. And... So that's what I did at our community base. So um, my base computer is, uh, what is that one? Like 450 U away, maybe 500 U away um, from, uh, you know, the the edge of the buildings that I built last. Uh, the one that's, you know, nearest to you guys. Right, yeah. And... So I could keep building, you know, all the way into your base if I just keep putting walls down. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. So if you, you know, if you go to that uh, um, to that community base, if you go over to my discotheque, uh, the yeah. big glass box with the uh, with the uh, beatbox in it, um, if you go down under the water. And look, you'll see these random walls um, just kind of sitting on the bottom of the water. And, you know, that's what I've used to push that build area out um, to get closer to you guys. Okay. Wouldn't let you get closer. Um, I was. Yeah. um... So if you uh, otherwise you just, you know, if if you use a standard build limit, I think it lets you go out like 300 you uh, away from your base. Okay, because um, Baker's not here, so I can talk crap about it. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was able to build on the roof of my set of my um my base. Yeah. So when Baker, when you hear this later, you should check your base. <laughs> hmm. Um, <laughs> but it allows you to build in somebody else's base. Is that because I'm within the build area or is that because we're friends? Because we're friends. Okay. Yeah. If, if there's a setting, uh, in your settings that, uh, you can allow, um, you know, friends to build in your base, right. um, or you can turn it off. So nobody, you know, so that you can set it so that anybody can build in your base, which is highly not recommended. Um, friends build in your base or nobody builds in your base. Right. And so, yeah, so you can, um, you know, you can just pop in and, and build stuff in their base. You can also set it up so that, you know, they can, you know, build, but not delete, um, (laughs) and several other different options. Whoa. So. (laughs) 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 <laughs> but 
Yeah. So you can, you can use that method to, to push yourself out into the, uh, into the settlement. Uh, the trick is, is that, you know, you want to wait until it's fairly established uh, right. because you might be building someplace that ends up with a building in it. And, uh, you know, if you build on the outskirt, you're almost certainly going to, to be in a spot that'll have a building on top of it later. Right. But, you know, if you, if you focus everything on the, on the central area around the, the, the pillar, then you're perfectly fine. Yeah, I've been keeping it like even my um, my own building seemed to absorb my save beacon. Hmm. <laughs> it's changing shape, so when <laughs> I go back, I have to move my save beacon because it will it will take over hmm. and um, and you know get lost in the walls. But yeah, I'm enjoying watching it. It's kind of there's a there's a satisfaction, like a fallout for satisfaction, seeing actually seeing things change and not have the settlers just bang the same wall spot yeah. over and over with nothing going on. So I'm really enjoying the settlements. It's been getting me back every day. I look forward to logging in. I look forward to finding out what they've been doing and who's fighting who. Right. And um and I want to know what new buildings I can build. So it's all really new. And I'm kind of um, happy. I don't know what the heck's going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you it's know. fun to discover. And it's, it is, it's, you know, it's pretty cleverly done. I, I've been enjoying it. And, uh, you know, being able to watch, you know, two different ones grow up so dramatically differently um, has been interesting as well. Yeah, I love hearing about um about the other things that happened because I'm, you know, I took the first base that was offered to me. So mm. I'm, you know, on a Vikin planet that or in a Vikin system on a planet that has um boiling rainstorms. Mm. Yeah. So watching them scurry and then hiding in a shelter with me and my one gek, you know, we're like sheltered in a little building together. And nothing else loaded in yet. So mm. it was just me and this dude <laughs> in the dark room with nothing in it. Like, what are you doing in here? Um, <laughs> so um, I like, I I kind of, I really enjoy it. I really, really do. Um, so I've been hunting for, for moldy balls. Right? Mm. And I went to the coordinate exchange and I found a planet. Um called bliss hmm. somebody had posted this planet it's a you know it's paradise planet it's super awesome and um i got the coordinates and i went there and i once i got there there were like a million bases not a million really <laughs> exaggerating but there were a lot of bases um and many of them said um you know like Curious deposit farm, nanite farm, um, you know, public farms. So I was hopping around and um, and just visiting people's bases and harvesting. They were like little messages would pop up because I'd have those little message beacons mm -hmm. saying, um, you know, welcome, help yourself because they, you know, regenerate so quickly. Right. So. Um, so I was doing that and then I needed a place to return to. 
So I was looking for my own deposit and I couldn't find one. So I built a little base and I named it Sorry No Ball. So that people wouldn't know to, they yeah, would know not to go yeah. to my base because <laughs> I have no balls. Expecting, yeah. Yeah. So um, then I got my, um, I got my nomad going and I was riding around and riding around and riding around and, um, and I found a deposit of five balls. Oh, nice. In a miserable spot <laughs> like on a cliff. So I built my little ball corral. And, um, and so I have my, my balls base. It's called balls, balls, balls. Like girls, girls, girls. Right. Um, so I built my little base and, um, and I've been farming those balls to get nanites because I found a ship that I like. I found an explorer that doesn't look like an Astro van or <laughs> a vacuum. Um, and it is, it's a hopper and I thought it was pink, but it's actually red, but that's okay. I like mm. red, um, but it's like a, like dark gray and red, which I can, I can abide by. And it's symmetrical, does not have oh, any nice. weird things on the sides. I just happened to be roaming around and I saw, um, I saw a trade post and I went up to it and, um, and I saw it land and I was like, oh my gosh, that's beautiful. And it was an A class. And then I missed it. I didn't get to it fast enough. And then everything that landed after that was B and C. Mm. So I was a little bit miserable. Um, and I built a little, um, a, a base right there. And for a couple of days, I just hung out there waiting for an A to show up and explore, um, uh, an exotic showed up the little, um, the little guppies. Mm. There's one that spawns there with like a weird little mohawk thing on it. <laughs> um, so that's a regular spawn there, but I found that part and I could only find an A. So, um, I had to get grinding nanites. And that's oh, yeah. why I went hunting for the balls planet. So, yeah. um, so my, my crop at balls, balls, balls helped me to, um, to get it up to an S class. Sweet. So it's, um, it actually has better range than my ugly white and green <laughs> thing, which I traded in as quickly as I could. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So I've got a better ship now. I'm going to be working on my freighter. Um, but for now I'm just kind of obsessed with the settlement and, um, and flying around in this new ship. It's cute. Awesome. So does it, what kind of, does it have any wings? Nope. Just, does it have, is it flat or does it have the bubbles on the side? Um, it's flat. Okay. Yeah. That is, that's my number one favorite kind of hopper. They're so, it's so good and it's so compact and yep. it's like. You know how I'm not a fan of wings. Mm -hmm. When I have my guppy, I like it to be like just a sphere. Right. So this is pretty minimal and it's easy to land and it's fuel efficient. But, um, but yeah, I just, I, I really preferred it and flying around with you guys, you and your, you know, cute little hot rod ships. And then I come rolling up enormous white and bright green <laughs> thing. <laughs> like I'm running around, like, you know, taking my kids to soccer practice i didn't 
feel very cool. Well, so, and you know, the awful thing is, so it, it has to have some kind of sci-fi reference. Um, but the technical name of those upright explorers, um, yeah. are slave ships. Oh God. Thank you for not telling me that when I had it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't think you'd that? really be appreciating that, but so no. So I have to think that it's it's it has to be modeled after some, um, you know, uh, some ship that carries a bunch of these stuck to the side of it, and then okay. you know flies into an area and then these pop off, and um, so I don't know what series that's from, but it has to be some kind of. Um, you know, some kind of sci-fi series because nobody would name it that just randomly, you know, because there, it doesn't really make any kind of sense. No. You know, the and... hopper makes sense because it looks like a grasshopper. Um, yes. But, uh, yeah, so I'm I'm not sure what series that's from, but it, it definitely has to be from something. It's got to be from something because I can't abide by that. My yeah. goodness. But yeah, thank you for saving that information until after I got rid of it, because I might have, I might have gotten rid of it sooner. I mean, and Bar Barbie shoe makes you know more logical sense, but uh, yes, or even like the the vacuum. Yeah, like a, know, yeah, a little Dyson vacuum. Yes, yeah, that's kind of what it looked like to me. Well, that is no more. It's been torn apart at a. <laughs> by all the robots yeah it's all gone so i'm pretty i'm pretty glad for that even more glad now. but yeah i'm just i'm still kind of hopping through just lazily hopping through i did find a um a new butterfly oh nice it but it's like a snake with oh with the long tail yeah so i've been calling it the butter snake <laughs> And um, it's tons of fun to fly around on. And if you're looking for a moldy ball deposit, um, it's a great way to fly. Oh, Just... there you go. Just kind of cruising slow and low. Yeah, yeah. I was having a hard time slowing down enough in my ship. So um, so just, you know, setting my sights on and sitting on my my little butterfly, yeah. my, my butter snake. And just, you know, just kind of coasting while I listen to podcasts and stuff. It was great. I didn't actually find it that way, though. Yeah. Because I get bored really quickly. So <laughs> and, uh, I ended up pulling out the Nomad and doing that yeah. instead. But I do love how much, um, how much I have to learn still. There's so much. Oh, yeah. Changes I mean, it's, time, so. you know, I'm finding new stuff all the time. It's crazy. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, because there's so, there's so many facets to the game. You know, you can't possibly hit them all, you know, with one character, you know, because, you you know, you're doing certain things like, you know, the one that I'm that I'm galaxy jumping with now. I mean, that that one's doing nothing but that at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, but. You know, having one that I started where, you know, he's only done uh, the settlements, you know, that's been interesting. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's there's so many different parts, um, you know, to everything going on. 
and it's uh you know the runaway mold is you know that's not a a super trivial way of of making nanites uh there's no. there's definitely a lot of time uh involved and you need a lot of refiners um you know to make uh to make quick work of it i had uh I had been. I have a, a moldy ball base that I that has that one has thirteen of them. Jeez, and that's awesome. so you know, and it also, also I built a couple of uh, of storage units there, uh, so I can just collect up the runaway mold, dump it into the storage unit, and then you know whenever I'm back on my uh, freighter, mm-hmm. I can you know I can. Throw in the you know throw the mold into the refiners and let it let it go. You know then you know go manage my fleet. You know collect all the stuff there, sell it all off, send them off on another you know mission, um, and then so I think I had had like six thousand runaway mold in each one, and that was eleven minutes. Wow. And so I ended up just, you know, letting the game run while I went and let the dogs out and did some chores and, you know, came back and, and, you know, I definitely had a lot of nanites, but, uh, it's, uh, it, it's a slow grind. Yeah. Worth it to get my ship up. Yeah. But yeah, um, definitely nice to have that uh, up to an S class. Yeah. But it is definitely a slow grind. Um, I didn't mind though some of the some of the bases that I visited. It was really great to see the strategies people use, mm. and um, I saw a lot of exocrafts, you know, kicking around because you could use exocraft to zoom away. What is it like? Um, is it three hundred U? Yeah, it sounds about right. You don't have to go far. Um, but people had these short distance teleporters. Yeah, at their bases, so you could just like you know boop away for a couple seconds and then come back and then they would be there again yeah yeah the first one i saw they actually had it to where they could teleport to another base where there was another set and so they would go there collect those um and then hop back in the teleporter back to their other base collect those, hop back in the teleporter, back to the other base, collect those, and just keep going back and forth until they were full. Living the dream. I just did it till I ran out of storage. Yeah. And then then I'd go up to my ship, and then, you know, I had four large um, refiners on my ship, and I'd just start those up and go make tea. Yeah. Although I forgot to mention this during expedition, mm-hmm. I was, um, what was I doing? I was refining some chromatic metal and something happened with my medium refiner <laughs> where it glitched Yeah, and it just kept spitting out more and more chromatic metal. I have like nine just from going and grabbing it every time I Yeah. Yeah, I had that happen to me a couple of times. Yeah, you take it out and you know, then it lights up again. I'm like, well that was weird. You know, I did have more, but it doesn't look like the 
you know, the units went down on the other side. And so I pulled it out and boom, popped back up. I'm like, okay, <laughs> what's going yeah. on here? Um, well, even when you put other stuff in there, because I just, I like put other stuff in there because I was trying to refine something else mm. and it just like my, my stuff disappeared. And I was like, wait, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. What happened I'm, to all my carbon? I'm pretty <laughs> sure they, they patched all that stuff up. Did um, they? Yeah. I should go back to my, it was my, it was the last expedition. Yeah. The cartographers. Yeah. 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 I should go check it and see. Yeah, so they got most of the weird stuff patched out now. Um, so they've had eight patches so far. Jeez. Yeah, so just uh, it was either yesterday or the or day before. Of course, that'll be different from, you know, when this actually gets released. But um, I just saw a hot fix, right? Yeah, the... so three three point six eight um, was just released. So uh, that, that fixed a few of the lingering things. So I think they've, they've pretty much got everything nailed down now. Um, but yeah, there was, there was definitely some, some weird stuff. Um, you know, also you would, uh, you'd put something in your refiner and it would just run continuously. Um, you know, even though nothing was happening, you know, you'd open it up and it'd still be running and, you know, you, you could take everything out of it and, it would still run until you put something new in and and left it open and watched and then it would stop and uh, you could go back to normal i'm going to check and see if it's still up yeah it's probably not but i think i might keep that expedition character yeah i haven't really decided yet the ship is too good it's ugly, but it's oh, good. My ship is horrible. <laughs> horrible. What, what is it again? It, it's the the guppy, but it has the long top fin and mm. the long bottom fin. Oh. Um. So and, you're like an olive on a on a, on a Yeah, exactly. It's. It is so awkward to fly because the top fin covers up, you know, whatever you're flying towards. And the fin on the bottom makes it impossible to see underneath your ship. Oh, yeah. I hate the fin on the bottom. And, you know, it's annoying whenever you go to land somewhere. Um, you know, so you come in to land and then your your uh, your fins open up. And then form a V on top of the ship. But, you know, before that happens, you know, they glitch through the floor or the ground or whatever it is you're landing on um, and then come up. So it's not, um, you know, visually pleasing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And when, uh, you know, when I had to do the flying in circles to to get that uh, milestone um, <laughs> yeah. for flying low and slow. Um, yeah. I was on my side the whole time because that was the only way I could keep from dragging my bottom fin against the ground. Uh, I hate the bottom fin. Yeah. I do hate it. I do like the, the um, pulse cannon on that ship. 
Mm. I like it a lot. Yeah, but you can put that on any ship. Yeah, but it's got like bright yellow, very extra explosive mm. explosions. They're very satisfying. Yeah, and um, I like how fast it is. Yeah, and this one is so it's the it's the same color as you know my gold get character, but when when there's only a little bit of the orange, and and the gold filigree on it. It looks really gold when you've got these big, giant, fat <laughs> fins, and it just looks so orange. <laughs> and uh, it's, like it's a tall, skinny goldfish. <laughs> it's just, oh, it's you know, it was so disappointing the first time I came over the hill you know, for the start of the expedition and there's all that excitement and anticipation. And I see all these, you know, cool, um, you know, guppies all over the place and the, uh, the icon <laughs> for mine is over that ship. I'm like, Oh, oh crap. <laughs> and then even when I started it uh, over again and started a second one, um, after completing it the first time, Thinking, okay, I'm going to get a cool ship this time. Nope. Exact same ship. Why is that? I don't know. Because they hate me. Yeah. To punish us. Well, they don't hate you that much. It's like, you know what? He, I've heard him say he doesn't like these ships. We're giving him that one. (laughs) Maybe just don't publicly say it. Well, it, you know, it's kind of hard to have a podcast about uh, No Man's Sky and not talk about what <laughs> ships you like. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know, and, you know, of course, I didn't have enough foresight to think, you know, oh, say you really like that one so that you'll never get one of those. No. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh, well. Baker sent me coordinates for a pink ship. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. I think it's a slave ship, though. So. Mm. I can fly it in good conscience, but yep. Still have my eye out for a pink ship. Mm. I have two slots now. I sold my, I was calling it Tony the Tiger, my orange. Oh, your squid. My my orange squid with the tiger stripes in the top. Yeah, I sold it. I'm not going to fly it. It was fun to have the collection, Mm -hmm. but, um, but I have to be more selective until they give us like, a lot of ships that we can have. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely tricky only having, you know, five per character. And I've gotten to where, uh, actually both, both of my most active characters now, I, um, my, the, the get character has his, his regular gold ship. He's got the, the golden vector and then the little yellow, uh, ball guppy. Uh, with the side pods that is my uh, my warp ship. But uh, the other two characters that I'm playing regularly now, each of them only has one ship. Only one? Yeah. Yeah, so the... the Although it, it's got to be getting to the point now. So the, the one that I started with the settlements only, um, you know, now that the settlement's making money... Um, you know, he'll have enough to buy a 
another ship. Um, but the the other one, one of the first ships I found was the uh, a little blue and gray uh, X-wing hopper uh, with the wing spikes on it. And I love those. Those are so cool yeah. looking. And so I just have never needed another ship. <laughs> it's funny how attached we get to specific styles of ships. Oh, yeah. And how angry I would be if I had to, you know, if I had to fly like one of those enormous freighter, like the haulers. Oh, yeah. The double box hauler or, uh, you know, one of the ball haulers. Oh, gosh. They're so hard to land. I had a big that like was like a fire truck. <laughs> That's what it felt like. And um, I could I couldn't land that thing to save my life. So yeah, huge. they're huge. Yeah. Landing area, not clear over and over and over. Cause I could never freaking land it. No. So I would only pull it out and load it up with stuff and then get, call another ship mm-hmm. to fly out if I needed it. It was like an extra, an extra bag in my purse. Yeah. And that's a, that's nice. Once you get the, uh, the freighter. Yeah. You know, because then it's also conveniently located, you know, near, you know, long-term storage. Right. Oh, the stuff we have to put up with in game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to do it for us for this week. Certainly hope there's something in there for uh, for everybody to uh, to pick up on and, and uh, add to their game. And uh, hope to see everybody soon. Y'all in space, everybody. Oh, sorry. I should. That was that was Baker doing. Okay, ready. See you in space. That was.